taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Good afternoon and welcome to Pay-Per-Click Rockstars. I'm David Satella, and as usual, you'll be able to find links to the resources that we'll talk about today on the Clicks Marketing blog at clicksmarketing.com slash blog. That's C-L-I-X marketing.com slash blog, and look for the link to PPC Rockstars stuff on the right-hand side. Today, I am happy and honored to have with us my friend, Michael Flores, uh, Vice President of Artist Health, which is a digital company focused on health and wellness based in New York City. And Michael also has the distinction of being the very first in-house pay-per-click expert that I've uh, had the pleasure of interviewing. So uh, welcome to the show, Michael. Thanks for having me, David. It's a pleasure. I met Michael, uh, what was it, last year? Was it early last year? Seems like a long uh, last, time. Last summer at uh, at PPC Summit in New York, uh, I was That's actually right. in Brooklyn. That's right. And, uh, you know, I attended as a student, and I tried to learn everything that David could impart on me. And you did, and took it uh, much further. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm very happy with uh, with uh, what I learned uh, at PPC Summit. I, just No one asked me to do this, but this is a... Uh, anyone out there, you want to learn PPC skills, uh, I think PPC Summit's actually fantastic. Um, we attended again this year. Probably attend whenever, uh, whenever we can. It's uh, I I can easily say that uh, I spent maybe two days last year in the Brooklyn one that we that uh, that you guys ran, and uh, we made at least a quarter of a million dollars over the next couple of months just from a couple of things that that David and the other instructors taught us. So, wow! Like pretty quickly, <laughs> so kind of worth the price of admission then, huh? I definitely paid for the price of admission within two days. So, um, I mean, just like you know, absolutely basic things uh, in hindsight that that you you, you learn, but maybe you hadn't put into practice uh, yet. Well, uh, Michael's talking about Pay Per Click Summit. There's a link to the uh, to the website on uh, on the resource page, and uh, the next one that's coming up is in uh, oh, I think it's in September in Los Angeles. I'll double check that in a second. But Michael, um, you have, uh, you, as far as I know, or, or out of all the people I know that do PPC in house, you, you're, you're certainly one of the most active. Um, and I'm sure some of the other uh, listeners who have the same kind of role are interested in your experiences. Um, how do you handle it? Do you have do you have more responsibilities than just pay per click? And if so, how do you juggle your responsibilities? Um. Well, I was hired to do uh, just what was called search, uh, okay. and um, our management at the time didn't really have a firm concept of what that was. So, at, the, at least initially, that encompassed everything from from doing uh, search uh, on on Google AdWords or or uh, Ask Yahoo, MSN, etc. But encompassed, let's say, contextual buys on Quigo or Pulse. So it was pretty a pretty wide net, um, 
not really distinguishing uh, bet- between uh, different related, but as, as insiders we know, are, are distinctly different uh, disciplines. Uh, the Part of the reason was that they retained a, a firm to do uh, pay-per-click before they hired me, and uh, like they might have been like pretty pretty okay at search, let's say, but they got the majority of their volume buying uh, text links uh, on on CNN.com or other news sites through the Google Content Network. Got it. Uh, at, on a CPM at the time, so at the time, our management saw that all all in, under one umbrella. Then, secondly, uh, within two months of of my being hired. Uh, our CEO let go uh, an in, another executive who at the time was was managing uh, our internal email list. So that got dropped into my lap uh, pretty quickly. Um, but then I have to say, like uh, towards the end of the summer, uh, I stopped doing the internal email and uh, really was able to take off much better on on the pay per click side. So to answer your question, yes. Uh, I, I have other responsibilities, but I think when when allowed to focus on pay per click, I really perform much better. Uh, right now, uh, probably because we have a fairly small team, um, that uh, I do a lot of strategic stuff. So I work with our CEO to develop new products, websites, etc. I, I do a fair amount of writing. So you like to focus on pay per click, but uh, you are, you still are kind of torn in, in a few different directions at times. Uh, how, how do you how do you juggle that? How do you and especially how do you set expectations for your management about uh, you know kind of the time and effort you need to put in and and the results that they can expect from that? Well, one of the things that I try to do is set aside time on my calendar to not be bothered for at least let's say an hour a day uh, in the middle of the day where I could do keyword build out or something, and then about once a week I do I do pretty intense um, search query reports really try to uh, refine things and, and find negative keywords. Yep. Uh, but more or less, I, uh, as time's gone by, I, I, I have more free reign for what I can do just because the results that I put out are really pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we've discussed that, and I agree. I agree. You do so, get some great results. <laughs> That's, uh, you know, when you put up results that are, are very favorable to the business, then... They pretty, much, in my experience, anyway, they pretty much let you do whatever you want. Right. They 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 form trust in you, and that gives you a lot of leeway to to even experiment. We do a lot of experimentation, which I think we'll talk about a little bit later in this in this episode of PPC Rockstars. So, um, I, I, in speaking with other uh, in-house pay-per-click people. Um, Especially those that have, uh, you know, a, a, a variety of responsibilities, they say that it's sometimes a challenge just to keep up, just to keep up with the new things that Google is rolling out almost daily, and uh, you know the problems that sometimes occur from the new feature rollouts. How, how do you how do you find it? Uh, how do you how do you deal with that? How do you keep up with changes? Well, for the better part of I would say at least um, a year, uh, we. We had a, a really good relationship, have a good relationship with Google, and they're just like a few blocks down the street from us here in New York. So um, I had a really good rapport with uh, with my team uh, over at Google, and they would actually, my sales rep would call me every day and uh, see what she could do to help me. 
and so on. We got in on a lot of betas. And uh, even if people weren't tasked internally specifically to pay-per-click, uh, I would like borrow resources to do implementation side things, like what, so I could work on the relationships and more strategic stuff. Uh, and also, we borrowed Google to to do some work for us uh, in terms of like we would put together creative or you know package it, and then they would upload it, have it approved by teams in India, and so on. So that's that's a really good point that uh, I'm sure that some of the listeners uh, uh, don't understand yet or haven't uh, realized yet, and that is that. Uh, Google has really good support. Uh, you have to know how to get it, and you have to know how to work it uh, to your best advantage. Did did you did your company have a relationship with Google before you came on, or did you build that? No, not at all. Um, what happened was that uh, our CEO is like a really aggressive guy, and also pretty well yes, connected. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, and so uh, he decided one day that we were going to have Google reps. So he just got on the phone, and a week later we were having lunch at the Google office, and we had a dedicated team, and it just rolled from there. Uh, and then our spend just kept going up. That's the other thing. Like, you get more yeah, support, and you're, inside of six months, you're probably spending over ten times as much as we were spending at the beginning. So um, they like that a lot. And when you, can, when you can take the money that you're putting in and then turn it into more money on the other end, that's, that's what we do in pay-per-click, right? Exactly. So, so uh, uh, my boss was happy. Google was happy. Uh, so everyone's happy. I'm smiling right now just thinking about it. <laughs> hey, do you have do you have similar relationships with Yahoo and Microsoft? Um, I, I have to. We don't have a dedicated Microsoft rep. And maybe that's my fault. Like I've taken cards at various shows and things, and um, I know this probably isn't. Uh, it's an insight into my personality, but uh, like the volume that we can generate from Microsoft uh, historically has just been so much less than what we can get for, generate from Google. Tell me if your your experience is much different. Like, I, with the amount of resources that I have internally, uh, being a one man show for the most part uh, for a long time, I just didn't really put the time into fostering a relationship. I, I think that that's actually a shortcoming on my part, uh, and I have. I have help now, so uh, one of the things is uh, uh, we we want to foster that. We do have a we do have a Yahoo relationships that we're trying to to bolster, but I mean nothing like compared to my Google relationship. Uh, last year uh, there was a police concert in in New York, and we got offered like three tickets to that. Uh, we we're really chummy with them, so. <laughs> It's, was that Google? I'm sorry. Did you say Google or Yahoo gave you the police? Oh, ticket? Google. Google did. Okay. So uh, unfortunately, we were all busy that night, so none of us could take uh, take them up on it, which is the sad part of the story. But you know, the offer was there. That's great. Uh, you know, our experience is uh, we we have uh, dedicated Yahoo reps and and Microsoft reps as well, and we handle a lot of clients, so I guess that warrants it to some extent. But um, it's I've definitely noticed over the past uh, six to eight months that both. Yahoo and Microsoft have gotten a lot more attentive to advertisers. Uh, I think they've realized that that's been a, a really strong strategic advantage that Google offered and, and have even taken a few pages from Google's playbook as far as style and, you know, sincerity and so on, which is kind of a turnaround for Yahoo because they didn't always have a reputation of, of being uh, uh, excellent in, in customer service, let's say. Um. Our, our Yahoo rep is a is a very nice guy. 
Yeah, I, w- I would say the message for the listeners here is uh, it's good to have a buddy inside of any of the search engines, and it's not that hard to do. You sometimes have to be persistent, but it's not that hard to do, and it, and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be spending tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars per month in, in uh, PPC. And then uh, also what we've learned, and I'm sure you've, you've experienced the same thing, Michael, is, is that uh, basically they will consider doing anything for you. You just have to ask nicely and, uh, you know, accept gracefully when they say no. But um, uh, we're, we're, we're frequently surprised at how uh, uh, accommodating all of the reps are in, in helping us out. I, I can't disagree with that. Uh, if, if there, there will be... A really good example is that if you want to get creative push through, um, I don't know what the, the normal turnaround time is for getting image ads approved, but uh, like the last part in our, like, you know, check the links, put up the right creative, make sure everything matches. The last part of, in my sequence is to email um, the rep, and it's up by the next morning. So, right, right. That's, that's a very good point. Yeah, and in the spirit of offering tips to listeners, here's a tip. Don't ever make change in your creative on a Friday. Oh, uh, no, because... no, no. Don't make a change in your creative on a Tuesday, the week of uh, July 4th, either. Right, right. <laughs> uh, if, if you make changes to your ads the uh, the day before, a weekend, or a holiday, there is a uh, medium likelihood that they won't get approved right away, and they may not get approved for several days. Uh, we found that out the hard way. Uh that's especially going to bite people that only run one creative at a time, obviously, because their their entire ad groups will be shut off. I, I was thinking of it even on the the worst side, which is that you can get your creative approved and nobody's looking at it, and you could be hemorrhaging money for four days and like, oh, yada, yada, yeah, it's Fourth of July weekend, point. it's a nice sunny day. You come back on Monday and uh, you didn't like the results. Right, like your destination you were always wrong. Not that happened to me. But, uh, hey, Hey, Mike, we've got to take a break for, for some very important messages from the sponsors who keep the lights on here. Um, listeners, please don't go away because Michael is going to talk about some of the uh, content network research he's been doing and we've been doing, and uh, you are bound to learn something really important. So stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Okay, so you're telling me that if I put the Go Currency Converter on my site, all my international customers can see how much they're paying in their own currency? Yeah, GoCurrency.com has free currency converters, language translations, international clocks, everything you need to do international business. So how does it work? Conversion elves. Conversion elves? Yeah, watch. Want to know what this will cost in euros? Check this out. Listen up, elves. We got one. $34 US. I need that in euros. Now, people. We got it. Put it up there, elves. Wow. Currency elves. Who knew? GoCurrency.com. Free currency converters, language translations, and more. GoCurrency.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. 
Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already. To see how Lyris can simplify your life, visit Lyris.com or call 1-888-GO-LYRIS. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. Domain Masters. I am the master of my domain. Ask my wife. Domain Masters. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Wizards, rainmakers, rock stars, gorillas, and gurus. WebmasterRadio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with Michael Flores from Artist Health, uh, our first uh, guest who is an in-house pay-per-click expert. And Michael, uh, I know from experience from long hours, uh, sometimes in the bar, uh, that you and I love to talk about uh, content advertising. We're, we're kind of the penultimate content advertising geeks. So we've got to try to condense uh, one of our usual riffs down into a couple minutes here. So um, let's see. I, I think one of the topics that we've discussed that's still kind of a mystery for a lot of advertisers is placement-targeted campaigns where um, the advertiser designates, specifies which sites they want their content ads to appear on. Um, let's talk about that. You've had some pretty good results with it. What have, what have been some of the best practices that, that have attained those results? Um, well, one thing that I would say, uh, which is kind of a, a medium, a medium level uh, tool, and this only works if you actually have creative already that that is working, is how to bias ad groups. Uh, we've talked about this before, right, David? Do you think this is yeah. a, a little bit too far in to begin no, with? No, no, or? no, no. Go, go for it. Go for it. Okay. So, one of the things that uh, I think that a lot of advertisers um, don't do correctly, and then that will cause them to not be successful in any kind of a dis- display advertising or placement targeted advertising, is that um, they don't they don't bias how their ad groups are, are created, and then therefore they the changes that they make are very inflexible. So what happens is that, say you have a creative that you have that's working for a particular placement. That's good, um, but it's not good enough. And the reason is that even though you have a creative that's working, two weeks from now, that same creative is not going to work. Two months from now, it's certainly not going to work. And the reason is that, you know, even the best ads get, get old and stale, so you're going to lose click-through rate. And when you lose wow, click-through rate, your, your, your cost per click goes up. Now, so, are you talking about uh, both uh, text creative as well as uh, non-text creative? Uh, I, I'm talking primarily about uh, image ads and you know, specifically flash, 
uh, for this, uh, but okay. it, the exact same principle works for text creative. And it's in fact a technique that I use in search, not just in uh, not just in in placement targeted campaigns. I see. So, so what you so, do is you find the creative that you want. And once you get it going, it'll last. Depending on how many impressions you're buying, it'll last probably at least two weeks, or it could last a month, or, or even more than a month in terms of it's being a profitable ad. Uh, now we, I can talk in a little bit later about um, how you should actually gauge placement targeted campaigns, but for, for now, let's just say that you're coming in below your target uh, effective cost per acquisition. What you're going to want to do is take the same ad, same landing page. And repeat that ad in that ad group several times. I typically do uh, four to five copies of the exact same ad in the ad group. Um, and then when, what happens is that when those ads become, become approved, they're indistinguishable from one another. So you'll see one as like, whoa, this one has a terrible click-through rate. This one has a terrible cost per acquisition. They don't. They all have the same cost per acquisition. They all have the same click-through rate. It's just instead of uh, one copy of that ad having the full effect of, you know, good or bad click volume, good or bad cost per acquisition on a particular day, it spreads individual copies. But because the ads are indistinguishable from one another, that the same ad going to the same landing page with the same bid, etc., then they're, they're basically all the same ad. What this allows you to do is that when you see that your ad group in general is starting to flag in terms of, in terms of its returns, uh, what, you have, what you have on the, on the back end is different different versions of ads that are similar to your ad, or if you want to test something radically different, you can do that as well. You get those ads approved, and then you pause them. So you have four or five copies, uh, and I try to do like an 80-20 rule, so 80% of the best ad, and then I, I do like maybe it's 20% test. So if you want to test multiple ads, you could have like eight copies of the, of the control ad live, and then you can test two separate copies of uh, individual different ads. Um, it, that, and then, that, that's so you, a really you good point. Let's, let's, let's stop there and, and elucidate on that because uh, uh, I'm sure that a lot of advertisers uh, don't, don't use this and could benefit from it. What Michael's saying is that uh, if you just run two ads against each other, if you're testing two different ads, um, then it's guaranteed that the, the uh, less effective of the two is going to be running 50% of the time. Um, so if you want to be really prudent and avoid that situation, you run uh, multiple copies of the control and one copy of, of the test ad. And that way, if the test ad uh, performs more poorly than the control, then you haven't uh, ruined yeah, your, you your haven't, ad group's performance. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you haven't trashed all the... Yeah, so if you have, say, your control ad's pretty good, but your, um, your test ad is, I don't know, twice the effective cost per acquisition, you might be well out of a profitable range if you're only running two ads. However, if you're running five ads, four copies of the control, and one copy of the experimental ad, uh, if your control is good enough, it's unlikely that the experimental ad will tank your, your ad group's profitability entirely. Right. Um, so with, and it, what you really are looking for is an ad that performs as well or even better than your control. So um, th this is a problem that I think many advertisers have and that we've had in the past that you have like some all-star ad and you put tons and tons of media behind it, then all of a sudden uh, the cost starts creeping up and you don't know what to do. Right. Uh, so that this is a technique that, that I developed um, to do that. So it allows you to flexibly sub in and out ads in that experimental section while 
you know, still, still maintaining your good, your good cost per acquisition or whatever return that you, you're optimizing for in your ad group in total so that when you have to transition out, sometimes you have to transition out for something like um, compliance, your offer changes. Uh, in, in a case of, uh, of an agency like, like Clicks Marketing, like your, your client says that they want to do something different, they have a different offer, something like that, that it allows you to be very flexible in, in how, how you can transition through that and you can find something else that works rather than, and it's exactly what you said before, David. If you just A-B test between two, uh, your, your potential downside is high. Sure, sure. Hey, let, let's switch gears for a second. You and I have had conversations about uh, the trade-offs between uh, cost per click pricing versus cost per thousand impression pricing. Um, what, what, are, what are your uh, experiences there? Uh, about a month or two ago, my Google rep actually told me to test doing some CPA, CPM advertising uh, on the content network. We we were experiencing a slight downturn in terms of the volume we were acquiring. Uh, it was really, it's kind of funny because uh, I'd actually just been asked to speak at Google on this exact same, at this exact same topic, like one day before the results started going a little bit down. And then our co- effective cost per, per click was going up like a lot. Uh, uh-huh. I think um, might have been 100% difference. So she said, why don't you try testing CPM? So what I did was, I did a CPM buy with a fairly fairly aggressive bid based on um, like just with the effective CPM that that AdWords was telling me I was spending anyway. Okay. Uh, so I was like, well, you kind of arb this, and the results probably should be about the same. See what happens. What actually ended up happening was Google really liked my CPM buy, and uh, I think a lot of advertisers don't know this, but Google will. It greatly prefers uh, CPM, or so it seems to me, and they were charging me maybe one half of the effective CPM that I've been paying for months uh, because it's guaranteed revenue for them on a CPM. I think that that's the, the theory oh, behind see. it. And so what ended up happening was that our cost per acquisition uh, for, for those campaigns went down a lot, and our volume went up because okay. they like CPM. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the, the interesting thing is, even hey, though you're let, buying the let me, exact let me make same sure, traffic, let me make sure it's clear to the, to the listeners. Um, are, you, are you talking about uh, placement targeted campaigns? Placement targeted campaigns, yes. Right, because that's uh, placement targeted campaigns uh, are the ones where you where the advertiser has the option of going to uh, per click or CPM <laughs> pricing. So, so this only works. This does not work with uh, plain vanilla keyword targeted content campaigns, right? Uh. I haven't tried it myself, so I wouldn't be able to say. I don't think it does. Um, but for placement-targeted campaigns, we've certainly seen um, positive effect on this. The only caveat I would say is that even though it seems like the exact same inventory you're, you're buying, you're just buying it in a different way, yep. uh, and we were getting the exact same click-through rate even uh, for the same time period, I, I left the other one up just to, so that you know, we would have points of comparison. The conversion rate on the CPC targeting is much higher than the CPM. And I think, uh, this is just a suspicion I have, but it's a suspicion gauged over uh, hundreds of millions of impressions, is that uh, there's an intention behind a click that is present in a CPC campaign that might not necessarily be present in a CPM campaign. Does that make any sense? Mm, No, I'm not getting you. Say it in a different way. Uh, 
intention, clicked, intention right? by the person doing the click? Yeah, there's there's an intention by the person on the other end of the of the relationship, the person who's actually seeing the ad and clicking. Yeah, and there's I think more of an intention there, and that it just so happens that uh, the 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 conversion, I'm sorry, that the click-through rate is the same for the CPM and the CPC campaign. Right. And that the reason that the campaign works on a, on a CPM, even though the conversion rate is lower, is that the media cost is so much lower. That right. they're charging the you on a CPM much less than the effective CPM. Right. So this is especially useful for advertisers that are really focused on, on ROI or return yes. on ad spend. Hey, Michael, we've got to pause again for some important messages from our sponsors. Uh, listeners, please don't go away. We've got a few more things to talk about with Michael, and we'll be right back. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Max, with our lean and mean team, how can we manage our publishing needs and still have time to save the planet? No worries, 99. DMX is the premier ad exchange network. They publish ads that circle the globe every day. It's a mission possible. But you know our inventory needs maximum exposure. Would you believe DMX had 10 billion impressions just last month? Their real-time auction-based service gets us the top dollar for our ad space, while their superior service saves us the time we need to save the world. Oh, sorry about that, Chief. But we need creative control and our own third-party networks. And who will help manage our relationships? CMX has MediaGuard. We can select our own advertising banning profile, so direct media exchange networks know which ad types we don't like. And we look great. And did I mention DMX is free? Looks like working undercover is a thing of the past. Get smart. Get DMX. Making every impression count. Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PPC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with engine-ready call analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call and sales with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Visit EngineReady.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call and tracking can be. EngineReady.com How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. This is Rainmaker. Jack LaLanne, a lot of people that are listening to the show right now, they're sitting in front of their computers for hours and hours every day. You know what they ought to do about every hour or so? They should just stand up and sit down in their chair. You're sitting down now, right? Absolutely. Stand up. Okay. Now sit down. (laughs) Stand up. Sit down. Keep going. I do it fast. Sit down. Sit down. Get your backside to the chair. Let me tell you, I'm already huffing and puffing. (laughs) Okay. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, webmasterradio.fm. It's like radio with a PhD. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Okay, we're coming into the home stretch with Michael Flores. Um, Michael and I can talk uh, day and night on, on uh, all of these topics, but uh, Michael, since, we're, since time's a little short, uh, what's, what's one great tip you'd like to share with the audience? I would say that if you want to do a really good content campaign, that you have to treat it the way that you would treat a search campaign. Uh, what, we, what we're talking about here is that on a really good search campaign, and David, you, you taught this to me, is that every... Every word in your ad group is in your ad, right? That's, right. What you, that's what you preach. You have to treat your content campaigns with the same level of precision if you want to have, if you want to have uh, the best results. So uh, for a placement-targeted campaign, that means that you want to aim it at the right, at the right people. Uh, and you want to tailor the ad aimed at specifically at those people. Uh, a test that I ran um, starting about a week or two ago we broke down uh, we broke down ad ad groups that were previously targeting like a wide swath of potential customers, and we broke down uh, to I don't know like 17 discrete versions of the same ad. What we ended up seeing uh, tailored specifically to sub segments, and what we ended up seeing was uh, three times the click through rate. And because we got such higher click through rate, we got a break of like 20% on the cost per click. And, you know, do the math. You get three times as many clicks. Uh, uh, in fact, higher conversion rate because uh, the ads were more targeted. And uh, a break on the clicks. Like, there's 20% less on the cost. It's just awesome all around. Truly. Hey, let's share one last thing with, with the listeners. Um, I, I, frequently, I get total disbelief when I, when I quote statistics like this. But what percentage of your total PPC uh, conversions come from the content network? Oh, oh, I would say. Uh, hold on, let me let me run some. Uh, I don't know, a large percentage. <laughs> just, just, just guess. I can't, it, I can't even tell you uh, off the top of my head. It's, um, we get you know hundreds a week. So, uh, what percentage? I would say easily fifty percent. Right. And, and we have clients that experience the same thing. So anybody that is, uh, is wary of the content network, that's the kind of potential you're looking at. Um, I would really Michael, suggest... I think we're out of time. Before, uh, before we break up, uh, I did look up the next PPC Summit schedule, and uh, it is in Los Angeles on September 25th and 26th. I'll be speaking there. And, Michael, I'll, I'll be seeing you in September because... Uh, I'm speaking at, and my company is, is exhibiting at uh, SMX East in New York City. Oh well, so. we're, we're probably there. And uh, just uh, uh, just for disclosure's purpose, uh, I have a really, really high opinion of David. And uh, when we're doing international launch later this year, uh, rather even though they have me, I decided that we were going to work with Clicks Marketing for for uh, for some international work. So that's off. really that's really and, flattering, uh, and and. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, Michael, uh, some of our listeners might want to contact you to follow up on, on what you've said. Uh, how, how would you like to be contacted? Oh, email's fine. I'd be happy to, uh, to answer some emails. It's, uh, my email address is Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, at artisthealth, A-R-D-I-S, health.com. Super. Okay. 
Michael, I'm sure we'll have you back on. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, listeners, uh, thank you for joining us. And come back next Monday at 4 p.m. for the next episode of PPC Rockstars. Stars.